Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Right. This is a bonus episode of the podcast because there's much less rugby going on. And we are the only rugby podcast committed to bringing you an episode 52 weeks of the year for nearly 10 years as well at that. So, um, yeah, what we're going to do now is we're going to give you a little sneaky peek behind the curtain at what goes on on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash eggchasers, where you can support the podcast if you appreciate what we do and you want to show that appreciation and, more importantly, get a bit of extra content. This is an episode that we recorded immediately after the last episode, which for the last few days has been exclusive to our Patreon listeners and is the kind of thing you can get more of if you come and support us there. So uh, with that, on we go. Surprise record. Right, here we are. There you go. Here we go. Let's continue the conversation we were just having uh, on the podcast um, in relation to American TV shows and how they drink. Another observation is, do you ever do this where you just get in from a day at work and you go to the fridge and get a beer, and just one beer. No, I don't. No, I don't. So a couple of reasons why. I used to love when I when I finished working as a waiter. I used to f- love having a bottle of Peroni. I used to love it. And another time when I went through a real he- fitness kick through the summer, I had forty eight cans of neck oil in my basement in the fridge. And I crack open usually a can a night, sometimes two cans a night. And then it dawned me, I'm not losing any weight here because what is a can of Neko? Like 300 calories. It's probably a lot. It's about 110 calories per can. The cost is immense. So I actually do not touch a drop of alcohol unless I'm drinking, drinking. I'm either completely dry or I am basically like um, a finished builder on a Friday. <laughs> I went. I went through this horrible period um, during lockdown one, and I, I rarely used to drink at home. And now I drink a bit more than I should do. But during lockdown one, I have this horrible period where I'd like I wanted to drink, but I only really wanted to be drunk. So yeah, I was drinking like nine percent um, craft IPAs, but kind of doing it on an empty stomach. Or like just to, just to get the just to get the hit of the alcohol. Yeah. Wow, God, that's that dark. Was, that is that is dark. <laughs> okay, okay, nutter. <laughs> it was my, a bit dark. My, uh, when you look back, you think, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been. Doing yeah. Well, that. when you look back, I hate myself for what I did for about three weeks before I finally snapped out of the trance that I was in. Unfortunately, 
Uh, a oh, this was your uh, ketamine phase, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, talk- we were talking about this upstairs. Uh, no, the trance that I was in for about two, two and a half weeks before I realised it was all bullshit is uh, at the end of a day, because it was that red hot summer as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a red hot summer and I was working from home. So my comm- I used to, used to make the same joke every day. I'd come down one flight of stairs and go... Honey, I'm home or whatever. Like, just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, then we'd have then we'd we'd have a gin and, we'd have a gin and tonic with the daily briefing. Oh yeah, and I did that. For, I yeah. did. I did that for two and a half weeks, and then went. Oh, I'm not. I'm not watching this shit anymore. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. God, you forget. Like, yeah, so like my my dad had my brother living. So my mum and my dad had my brother and his fiance living with them. Over lockdown because they were about to buy a house and, and yada yada yada, and they got in the same habit of having gin and tonics every night, non-drinking house or two, drinking all of the time. But I've gone the other way. What I realised about lockdown is I actually like drinking with people. That's why I like doing mm. it. But to Phil's point, yeah, I used to work with a guy who was in the he was in the army. Brilliant guy. He used, used to be in the artillery, then moved over to be in an IFA, and he's one of these guys uh, from the Oldham area, full of. If you met him, you wouldn't think he's a particularly serious guy, but you listen to him, he's full of good wisdom. And he, he, he once told me, he said, be very careful of whiskey. So one thing you need to respect, whiskey. Because I told him I'm going through a phase of, um, I don't want to quite get, get into whiskey. I remember driving home from, um, from I did know, back to Manchester, thinking, do you know what I'd love right now? I'd love a whiskey. And then the other part of my brain went, no, 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 no. This is exactly what he's talking about. When you're craving a whis- whiskey on the way home, <laughs> you, there's no more whiskey for you. No, uh, none at all. So since then, no more whiskey. Well, whiskey, whiskey is very much like the, the quintessential, something bad has happened to someone in an American movie or a TV show. <laughs> oh, they yeah. walk on their own into a bar, double whiskey on the rocks. Do you ever just, like, be honest, right, do you ever, if you're on your own and there's no one around watching and you've just got a little bit of drink left in your glass, whether it's whiskey or whether it's just a bit of lemonade, do you do the drink it like you're in an American movie? <laughs> or the bam, bam! <laughs> no, the way they do that face, they pull that little face, they they knock it back and then they do that exaggerated yeah, I, face. I've never, I've never understood the idea of drinking after a bad day. I mean, that would be the last time that I want to drink. I want to drink if I'm having a good day. So, yeah, I've got an odd But you're right, so, but American movies, if if you take that drinking... No, and actually, particularly in the West Coast of America, my experience of uh, Los Angeles, I've got some friends that live out there, and we went out, and people think you're mad if you have more than one glass of wine. I'm not sure if that's true. I mean, I think it is true in some areas. It is true in some areas. And then areas. there's a real drinking culture in other areas. Yeah. I, I think. I think there's a massive, like... Um, Divide. I think I, I had a so I went out um, went out with my mate that's out there and he's Canadian but he's living in in LA. I was we stayed with him for a few days. Went went out with him and some friends of theirs that are local, and uh, and the friend just we got like a second bottle of wine. There were six of us got a second bottle of wine and the, the and the guy the guy just went. My God, this is the most wine I've had in years. <laughs> was, was, was it like a was it like a Gillette advert, dude? Not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, well, this whole conversation so far is the, the toxic rugby drinking culture well, in action, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, hang on a minute. What's the most ridiculous American drinking scene that you've ever seen? Because I've, 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 I've... Oh, it's, it's every single uh, university party 
or college party all, or high yes. school party. They're all the same. The red cups, the uh, suddenly bit ke- um, kegs of beer appear from everywhere. Keg party, standard. And uh, who buys and, and, and like people, like no spare floor space, and people stood all up the stairs, all in the foyer, or not foyer, but the land, the bit, the entrance hall. We had a party like that, right? No. Have you ever genuinely been to a party like that? No word of a lie, right? We had a party in Manchester, right, which would rank do you know joe they do these adverts and the filter they film them through is all like summer haze and well we had a party on a roof in chalton and the roof was not meant to be accessible to the public so phil was not there at at this time and it must have been about eight of us nine of us and the reason it started is because friday night everyone wanted to have a beer when we were in our mid mid mid-20s my friends had moved into into this flat and then this flat the windows looked over the flat roofs of all the takeaways on, is it Wilbraham Road? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And then in the next flat had moved in a bunch of girls, like four girls, and they had about 10 of their mates around. So it just degenerated into this awesome party on, on like, on these, on these flat roofs. I thought you, when you first said it just, just did degenerate into the, into this, or I thought you were going to say orgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Britain, like midsummer. It, it was, it was brilliant. brilliant. Great. No, so the most ridiculous drinking scene. Have you ever seen American Sniper? No. Why my words? The American Sniper is about American hero Chris Chris Kyle, and the scene is he's at a bar and he meets a girl, and to break the ice with this girl, he orders two shots. I'm going to say they're tequila, but I don't know what they actually are. I think they are tequila. He's two shots tequila, and they pour two two shots. So he just commands the guy, leave the bottle. And then the game is, you ask me a question. If I can't answer it, I'll neck a shot. Then I'll ask you a question. And if you answer it, if you can't answer it, you neck a shot. Or was it... Can't or won't answer it. No, no. It might be, if you want to ask me a question, neck a shot. And if I want to ask you a question, neck a shot. They must have gone through, like, I don't know, seven shots in that scene. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine playing that out. Just leave the bottle there. Uh, you know, what, first conversation? Leave the bottle there? Mm. Fine. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that'll be the new Egg Chasers game. You want to ask one us a the, question, shot first. One of the most uh, ridiculous American drinking scenes that I've seen in real life, IRL, um, was JB when we went to watch Saracens v. Oh, I was about to talk about this. Newcastle. This is incredible. Uh, well, let's. We might be talking so about Philadelphia. The yeah, Philly. Yeah, in Philadelphia, there was lots of incredible things, but we. The, the the stadium was out of Philadelphia, mm. um, and there were some there were some ridiculous things in Philadelphia this weekend. But the stadium was out of Philadelphia, and it's about I don't know twenty minutes, thirty minutes in a, an Uber, and we got to this stadium, and all the parking lots were kind of empty um, because it wasn't entirely full, um, and a lot of people had got um, would travel over and not driven, but there was one portion of the um the parking lot that was full of the bayon bombers boys who were boozing they were tailgating they were just about the only people in the whole stadium and it's not the most um westchester is one of the most um dangerous places in america yes yeah it's like is it westchester or just chester i i can't remember the name of the place so you know more than me about that but it was it was like industry so there's like warehouses and factories and then some kind of like slum houses, basically. Yeah. And 
it was uh, a bit dicey, but it was where uh, what's the character um, in Always Sunny that that they gradually oh um, cricket cricket is where cricket is where you'd find cricket in Always <laughs> well, Sunny. So the state I thought Phil was going to tell you a different story, right? So this is this is the this is the the, 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 the ludicrous bit. I like the fact we tied it ever so slightly to rugby as well. Oh, no, which is good. This is really rugby in, in, inside knowledge now. So we get into the stadium, and the precursor to the main event is American students playing Oxford Cam- University. Yeah, Oxford or Cambridge. Oxford. I won't say Oxford. And Andy Saul was playing, if you remember him. Yeah. Don Waldock was playing. Uh, yeah. Coach Wade was coaching, who used to coach me at Broughton Park for a couple of, couple of sessions. Uh, so they're obviously students, right? These guys could not get a wristband to have a beer because it's an American stadium. So they've played the sport in front of the crowd. They've come off. The American students definitely can't get a wristband and some of the Oxford lads can't get a wristband. So they're watching this game dry and unsurprisingly, they decide to just disappear off. We obviously do have wristbands and we're filling up on uh, Sierra Nevada beers. We're really going to town. And then we get the invite. Do you want to come to the Premiership party? Straight after, it's in XYZ Irish Bar uh, in the middle of Philadelphia. Like, yeah, of course we do. And do you know who we who we travel back with? Nick Mellins. Ah, oh, wonderful. Yeah, so we had this awesome taxi ride back with Nick Mellins to get changed to go to the Premiership party. So that yeah. was, this is like the absolute highlight now. Anyway, we get changed. We go to the Irish Bar. And as we walk into the Irish Bar, there's a cacophony of noise and it is the Oxford University students who are bored with not being able to drink at the stadium. They've all gone back and they've gone on Premiership Rugby's dime and started drinking the tab that Premiership Rugby have left behind the bar. And they're now standing, all of them singing their university rugby songs. And even though they're Oxford, they are a university rugby team. There's no denying this. Anyway, but the Premiership Rugby come in with their, with their, with their sponsors, who it might have been Gallagher at the time, I don't know, go to the bar... No tab left. The, the, you know, Oxford University had drink and drunk the entire tab, the entire corporate hospitality budget for Premiership Rugby in about ninety minutes. Incredible. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a sight to behold. Yeah, that was that was awesome, and that was the night when um, Long Kieran Longbottom, uh, Bosch, and Scout Burger were propping up the bar drinking. They were propping up the bar drinking double whiskies. Yeah. Just there. What were they watching? Boxing or something? Yeah, three guys I on a bar so. from all around the world tra- tra- uh, shooting the shit over th- three whiskeys. Some proper three proper alpha males from different parts of the world. Uh, tell you what, Kieran Longbottom is a lovely, lovely man. Because of yeah. course he played at Sale too. And I was uh, regaling him of uh, how much I enjoyed his Sale time, which he loved because I don't suppose Kieran Longbottom, Kieran Longbottom got that that much love for his Sale days. But I thought he's a very good player. Yeah. It was good fun, and that uh, the taxi, the taxi ride back with Nick. Um, one of one of the favorite thing, one of my favorite things that's happened to me in my whole time doing the podcast was we were chatting chatting away in the back of the taxi, telling a few stories. Nick was on great form, and in my head, I'm thinking, I can't believe I'm sat in a taxi chatting away to Nick Mullins. And Nick Nick actually said out loud, 
I can't believe I'm in a taxi chatting away to Phil from the Egg Jesus podcast. <laughs> I was like, stop it, Nick, stop it. <laughs> he says something amazing. He says, like, yeah, I was asked to commentate on diving because he, he's, he's done a range of sports, tennis, obviously, being one, yeah. rugby. He's diving. So diving's really easy. So if it's a good dive, you go, splash. Brilliant. If it's a bad one, you go, splash, splash. Not so good. Not so good. And then he said, that, that's, just, that's just it. That's, that's, that's all you do. I love the video, by the way, that's, that's been doing the rounds of uh, of him calling the the final moment of the Premiership final. Yeah, yeah. it's great, it's awesome, absolutely awesome. It's great to see, great to see them, him dress so smartly. Love his tie combination as yeah. well. I'm sure that's an MCC tie. That uh, probably, probably he's a, he, he he is a man of this. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, some good rugby drinking stories there, yeah. which wasn't what we were going to talk about. No, but we need. But it's just making me hanker for a whiskey, some, some tier two action, oh, right, and sorry. a whiskey. <laughs> yeah, true, true. So we will we'll definitely. Um, I'm not sure if the fixtures have been announced yet, but we'll definitely sort out a tier two tour for autumn this year if the World Economic Forum allows us to fly. <laughs> we'll go by boat. Go by, I I have one. Yeah, now you're talking. I have one. There's I, no I, laws, no laws off land. I think I can get to Ireland on my boat. I legitimately think I could get to Dublin on on, on my boat. Mate, if you would even, I, I would have unbelievable, untold levels of respect just for even untying your boat and heading off with that intention. Because that I cannot imagine. I would be bricking it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be bricking it. I'm sure I could do it. I'm sure. I mean, it's a big boat. It's like thirty. Four, four foot. So he could do it. It's got two engines in it. it, it yeah, it'd be fine. Would you? Uh, would you be first mate, Phil? If you did, uh, I'd be on it. I'd, I'd be wearing a life um, preserver. Thing is, there's no. I'd be on it. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't think that's any guarantee that, like, a life preserver. That's, I don't think that's it. If you fall in the sea in the middle of the Irish Sea, you're you're dead, mate. Yeah, it's not safe. But actually. <laughs> Uh, Ireland to Wales. It's not that far. Once you're on the tip of the Flynn Flynn. How, how long does it take to go from, was it Holyhead to... It'd take me longer to sail along the coast to Cardiff than it would to go to Ireland. Much, mm. much, much, much longer. Is the Isle of Man in the middle? You can stop off there. No, it's slightly to the north. Uh, so just going straight over. I, I can make that maybe for a... Because um, Dublin's got a harbour, I imagine. Dublin can't mess up yeah. something. Dublin the, and, the Isle and of, Belfast. Isle- the, the Isle of Man question is always, or the, the old question is, which of the home nations is the Isle of Man closest to? Yes. Yes. Hang on. So, yeah, if I was doing it for, like, a Leinster game in the semi-finals when the weather had, had calmed down, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we could do that. 
I'm going to guess that Isle of Man is closest to Scotland. Yeah, it is, cl- it is closest to Scotland. It is, yeah. yeah. So if I was on the tip of Anglesey, I'm closer to Dublin than I am Manchester. Easy. Yes. Not a problem. <laughs> Ten knots, it takes us all, all day, but we'll set off ni- nice and early. Tier 2 Tour, if you could just like pick a Tier 2 Tour location, JB. We, we haven't seen the fixtures yet, but or some sort of rugby excursion, what would you pick? Spain or America again? Uh, yeah. I mean, the reason I'd I say... Lo- go, on, go on, Phil. I'd love to do East Coast of America for the Tier 2 Tour. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I say uh, Spain or America is I just think saving the eight hours of flying makes a huge difference to what you, to what you can get get, get done. Mm. And, yeah, and how feasible it is for people to come join us. But yeah. I think we, we could do both anyway. I, I would like to do... I, I know you're saying East Coast, Phil. I, I'd like to do Texas. Ooh, yeah, I could I, do that. Because there's three teams there now as well. So in terms of tax-deductible trips... Exactly. You've, got, you know, you've always got to be thinking. Got to, um, I would say this, though. The autumn is an incredible opportunity to travel and, and see some rugby. So if you think about what we did for the repertoire, which was... Again, Klaus Schwab. Uh. Yeah, I mean, he won't be happy about this at all. Um, you know, that was right on the edge, wasn't it? Or, well, it be November, because, of course, it ties in nicely with the World Player of the Year event. Mm. So you know, that might be, you know, if you want to look at some really good Tier 2 nations... I think November might be a good shout. You know, see who Spain's playing, see who Portugal is playing. I wish there was a direct flight to Tbilisi because I'd be all over that. I would not. I would not. I'm not travelling. I, the, I, the, gu- the people that I've worked with on, on BT Sport that were there for the Under-20 World Cup just could not speak highly enough of Tbilisi. Genuinely don't care. I genuinely don't care. I made a decision after getting pepper sprayed in, in Prague that I'm not <laughs> going east again. And unless it's in for a damn good reason... I'm. The opportunity, if I've got a weekend away, I'm not going east. They're too comfortable with violence. And don't, you know, I'm pretty sure... You're just intimidated by the men there, aren't they? Because they can deadlift more than you. They can deadlift more than me. They're quite happy to spray, uh, pep, uh, pepper spray people. They're intensely violent. Um, they're on the doorstep of Vladimir Putin. Like Every time yeah. we go east, bad things happen. I'm going to go west. There was that I, one time in, in, in uh, Bucharest. Do you remember when we got out of jail? We went into a bar... And we were like, there's nobody in here. And then, except what, some very attractive girl who asked someone for, I can't remember which one of the group, asked, were you with me on this one? No. Oh, no, okay. I think you might have been. I... I've never even heard the jail. When did you go to jail? No, 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 no. So that went into this bar with, oh, it was some of the guys from Worcester. Went into, went into this bar with some of the guys from Worcester and there was like, oh, this is weird. There's nobody in here. And then there was just this very attractive woman came over to one of the guys, one of the Worcester guys, and I asked, so you, you know, buy, hi, buy me a drink. It was normal bar. It was like it was not late at night. It was sort of early. It was like sort of eight eight p.m. something like that. And then we just noticed the door in front of the door. This massive bouncer had just like this massive this massive bloke had just stood in front of the door. And and I said I said we don't do not order anything. We need to leave now. Yes. Have you? Unfortunately, we managed to just like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to come in. Didn't mean to come in. We managed to sort of get out. But had they ordered a drink, well, I think we were screwed. Have you ever been stung by the behind the bar menu? No. Classic. So do you want, uh, do you want some drinks, boys? And you say, yeah, can we have, you know, whatever it is, three beers. And they bring up the, the bar menu because you've not bought a dance because you don't know what the joint is. Go, oh, yeah, here are the beers. It's like 50 quid a beer. I'm like, what? Yeah, well, here's the menu, lads. You and you're, for... you're not leaving until you give us. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah it's an absolute scumbag game. 
Yeah. Absolutely scumbag game. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in uh, Madrid. It happens to be in Cyprus. Did it? That happens in Cyprus. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh no, thank you. Yeah. So that's why I always say I'm not going east. It's just not worth my time. <laughs> yeah, I do Portugal, Spain. I do Italy again. I'd like to go back to Rome again. Yeah, that was good. It was very, very good. That was very good. Um, and it's almost, it's practically tier two now, isn't it? Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what are the other, what are the other nations? Belgium, well, uh, not interested, not really. Interested, not, no. bit, not happening enough. Hot Amsterdam could be fun. Could be fun. Never been. Yeah. I've never Amsterdam, been. Amsterdam, nice and cold as well in, uh, in November. Lots of beers, lots of, uh, uh, lot, uh lots of fondue. Yeah. I actually quite like Belgium toasties, that kind of thing. There's a lot to be said for Belgium. Uh, Belgium? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Belgium. You're thinking of Amsterdam, yes. Well, yeah. similar, very yeah. similar. Yeah, similar. Same, 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 same. Same, same. Germany, oh, they're not in Tier 1, are they? Uh, tier 2, though. Tier 2. Tier 2, oh, no, as in they're not in Tier 2. No, they? they've, they've dropped down. Are they? Are Germany in that one? don't know. Uh, I think it, it all kind of classes as Tier 2, I think. If it's not if Tier 1, been... it's Tier 2, it's fine. Well, if you've been in the Rugby Europe Nations Champion Cup Championship thing in the past three years, you're kind of tier two. Although Germany you? don't play in one of their, like, they play in Cologne, is it? Which is all right, but it's not. I've got no idea. It's is not as good right? as Berlin. Like, I'd love to, if it was in Berlin, I'd be all over that. I don't like Berlin. Have Berlin or Munich. Yeah, I've been once and like it. I want to go to Berlin. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. What? I'm, I'm a massive history nerd. I, I'm... I tell <laughs> you what, Berlin is, I don't know what it is about it, but like, they've got these. So some people love it. I don't think I got the best out of it by any stretch. So I'd be open to going again, just on that basis. Did you did you go in winter or summer, JB? Winter. It was cold. Because because I, I hear so I've I've only been in winter and there was snow on the ground. I, I had a great time, but it was it was dark and cold and everyone was a little bit miserable. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Whereas um, in summer, so Melt Festival is just outside Berlin, which is meant to be amazing. In summer, it's supposed to be a totally different city. Really? That's interesting. So I can see why it does have some charm. Uh, like, the overwhelming thought I had is, I am so glad that the evil of communism was defeated. Because you see some of the buildings that these people were expected to live in. Like, there's these massive white monoliths everywhere. Which doesn't make any sense, because monolith means one. But... um <laughs> You know, these huge, these huge buildings, like they can't have housed people there, and all the bars are sort of weirdly Cold War American themed bars. Which did did you find this, Phil? Am I making this up? No, there, there's a lot because of because of the war, because of Checkpoint Charlie, yeah, because of the history. I, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, you know, if you were there for the history, I think you'd love it. And there is certain something to it which is quite cool. But I didn't like the nightlife for one one bit. Mm. Munich, on the other hand, that is dynamite. That is genuine dynamite. Again, we went in the middle of summer, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. And it was roasting. Yeah, that is dynamite. That sounds good. Yeah. Ultimately, we need to play more rugby in Barcelona, and that's the end of that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Madrid, Madrid, New York, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, good. those sort of things. Anyway, we'll get we'll get all that organised. Uh, nice one for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast, and um, you will be the first to know when the tier two tour is happening because your support is uh, making things possible. Yeah, so, uh, are we, are nice we dedicating this this episode to Ugomonia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So, I tell you what, he is on he is on the pathway to becoming the most unpopular man in rugby while simultaneously becoming the most popular man in rugby boardrooms. And you know, <laughs> being popular with one set of men and women Christ it'd kill me for saying that. Uh, is not uh, and the others. It's just not it's just not the same thing. It's just not the same thing. But yeah, he would actually love all these trips, which is which is the irony. He would absolutely adore all of these trips. Oh my god, he'd be instigator. He would be putting scores on all our hands, right? <laughs> we need him. A hundred percent. And with that, let the boys play. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 